0: I'm in Carnation where them Cardinals at. With them Cardinals on their glove in the Cardinal hat. I'm in the Cardinal Sports Zone spitting Cardinal raps. Say it. C A R D X. Let's go, go. Play your Cardinal game. Get a Cardinal store. Play
1: your. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. We are coming to you live from the Fitness Market Studios. I'm your host, Jeremy Woman, here today with my co host, Sean Barber. How's it going? Joe Woman?
2: Wasabi.
1: Wes Brown.
0: Hey, what's up?
1: And the blue chipper, not the red chipper. Well, maybe the red chipper. We'll call him the red chipper from now on. Dalton Pence.
3: What it do, baby? So
1: would, would Sean be the blue ball chipper? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sean got him a new baby yesterday. Uh, what? Yeah, he did. He he got his first piece of tailpipe. He got he got a new car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sean, congratulations on the new car. What well,
0: well, what's the car?
1: He I got, got the two me. thousand. Cheek two- magnet. He got the two thousand and twenty-one off-duty officer car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crossing,
2: crossing guard special.
1: Hey, he 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 talked the person down on the price. I'm very very proud of him for that. Oh, that's what's up. And he, he got it for a good, affordable value. So, uh, Sean, where did you do? You want to tell everybody where you got your car from, or you don't want to? It don't matter. Nah. Okay. You know what? We don't give free plugs anyway. What are you talking about, Jeremy? Uh, Kia, but, come talk to us for a sponsorship. Yeah, actually, Kia, we will take your money. Mm-hmm. We are, like I said, we are coming to you live from the Fitness Market Studios. We are excited to talk to you today. Later on in the show, we will have a an exclusive interview that myself. And Sam Bazden, uh did earlier in the week with UofL assistant, UofL basketball assistant coach Cahill Finell. He was nice enough to join us and talk with us, chat with us for a little bit. I can tell you from the conversation we had before and after it started, this guy is one of the nicest, most down-to-earth guys that you'll ever meet. It was, it was. I I can't wait to meet him in person, and I. I believe I will be in September. I'm gonna. I think I alluded to it before, but I'm going to officially throw it out here. And I throw it out during the interview. Something I may, may be doing later in the summer to where I get to actually work with Coach for a little bit. So I'm excited about that. But uh, let's get started, guys. We had we have had a slew of commitments since the episode uh, four pegs, A.K.A. Higgy's failure, uh, occurred. <laughs> On June the nineteenth, well, was June the nineteenth, wasn't it? Gosh, we have been gone for a yep. while. Yeah. Yes, we have. Well, no, because we did the, which is a good time to plug this. On the alternating weeks when we don't bring you the podcast, we're going to bring you the streaming show, brought to you live on YouTube, where we fill you in. But we've had a lot of stuff that's happened even since that time last Friday in the last week. Uh, Dalton, I'm gonna let you go for. We got about. We have five commitments by my count. If I've missed anybody, please feel free to just let me know. Uh, but, Dalton, I'm going to let you go first with the first commitment that we've had since the last show. It doesn't have to be in a chronological order. Okay,
3: I was like, uh, okay, uh, who committed first?
1: Um, well, we'll go with the
3: most recent one, um, Isaiah Reed, big offensive tackle out of Jackson, Tennessee, was kind of a out of nowhere type of commitment because there wasn't a lot of smoke leading up to it Um, six foot six just under 300 pounds Um, 24-7 ranked kind of right smack dab in the middle of the 700s but uh, as we know with offensive linemen there's been more you know underrated offensive linemen that have been able to carve out roles and anything like that so we'll see Um, we'll see if his stock can start going up due to camps but uh, it seems like you know beefing up on the offensive line is, was sat, one of the Sats' main goals when he came in. So,
1: Absol- Absolutely. And also, real quick before I forget, Roman Oben's son committed to Purdue as an offensive lineman. Huge specimen. Not really sure why we didn't go after him. Great lineage. It would have been a great lineage addition. He He's stellar, too. I would put him up against any of the commitments that we have. But, I mean, I'm a little biased. I mean, I've known Roman for – Years. So, Sean, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and take the next guy real quick.
4: Uh, the next guy is going to be a, it's a Juco commit, and actually for this season, uh, quarterback, Brock Doman. He's uh, about 6'1", 200 pounds. He's not you know, the biggest guy in the world, not the fastest guy in the world But he can scramble. He can pick up yards. He can pick up positive yards. And he's very accurate, though. He has a very uh, good arm, very accurate down the field, which, as we know, Louisville loves to do. They love to throw the ball down the field.
1: Came from the Last Chance U University, That's right? Correct. Independence. Yeah,
4: Independence Community College. Yep.
1: All right, we will double back. Dalton, tell us about commit number three.
3: Uh, well, we'll actually um kind of piggyback this with uh we got two wide receiver commits. I believe is in like two days, two three days from each other. Uh, from this past weekend, the first one being Chance Morrow, a big big wide receiver out of uh, Shorten, North Carolina. I mean that literally in terms of uh you know height, uh, a true six six. Which um, you know, it's been a while since we've had. Now, wh- who's the last? I know Seth Dawkins was what six three or so. Who wins the last like big, big, big receiver that we had? That was Devontae
4: P But yeah, uh, I mean Des Fitzpatrick,
1: uh, yeah, right? He's, well, six, Des was he's six, five, six. five, six, right? No, he's, he's d- about no. six three. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, yeah. like, you, you would think of it, but just having a, a guy of that size is big. And right now, it's funny because he's not ranked on twenty four seven, but by looking at his offer sheet, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Miami, Notre Dame. It's very evident that the talent is there, and you would assume that whenever they update the rankings that he's going to be somewhere in that top 1,000. The other one who just actually appeared um, in the rankings update, Xavion
1: Thomas. Well, let, let, let's before we get to him, let's finish talking about Mar- – because I had a few notes because I've had a lot of people asking me about the Morrow kid. Uh, yes, his offer sheet is tremendous, but – a lot of people are saying that he, those were not committable offers, and for those of y'all that don't know what that means, sometimes when a kid and uh, a kid that is highly recruited will bring his friends with him, and the, they will offer him just to get his friend. Now, I don't know that to be the fact for this kid. I, all the footage I've seen on him has been impressive, but the the level of competition I'm not sure of. Not really familiar with where he plays. Don't know, but a lot of the smoke follows to the fact that this kid was teammates. And I didn't do the – I'll be honest with you, didn't do the research to see who the teammate was that they were going after. But I think this kid is going to be a diamond in the rough, and I think he'll be uh, the next coming of Devontae Parker for us. But go ahead. Let's Uh, hope
3: so. Um, Another thing, kind of piggybacking off of that one – It's very interesting, you know, the whole notion of committable offers because the way I look at it, sure, um, with there being not that many spots for some teams due to the fact that, um, you know, a lot lot of teams are taking transfers, you know, maybe teams don't have, you know, truly an exact 25 spots. I know Louisville can only, what, 10 to 12 or something like that, maybe not even that. But um, regardless, an offer is an offer in my opinion. Um, There has to be some level of talent there. To you know, speak to being given offer. You know, we can talk about whether he's justifiably going to be able to commit to those offers. That, that's a conversation or a different story. But absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chance looks you know looks the part, and having a big time receiver is good to match up with the with the counterpart, and that's a speedy guy like Xavier Thomas. Um, a lot, which of a lot of people have inevitably started to compare to Tutu, and rightfully so. I mean, ran a four point three two at the um, on LSU's camp day which was, um, I mean, that, I believe it's LSU's camp day, but that, that's pretty big. And uh, having a guy that's ranked in the 700s, but uh, comes from a place, John Arett a great talent pool in uh, Louisiana. So, and a lot of people down there, I was able to check in with some some people in the Louisiana area that I know, and um, they've highlighted me that this guy is, is one of those premier diamond in the rough type guys. I know that can kind of be overblown, that whole notion of diamond in the rough, but – um, they really have, you know, accounted to this guy potentially breaking out onto the scene this year, and not having camps last year really hurt his stock, which seems like um, a trend
1: for some of these Louisville commits. Absolutely, and I'm just looking this up real quick because I am curious. The only time in recent memory, so let me get the mic back for me, that Louisville has had a situation like this where a kid came out. Had his little signing day party and committed to Louisville, and the coaches came back and was like, "We don't that yeah, that's not a a committable offer." The uh, and, and I'm just stalling a little bit so I can get to this player, but uh, the the player is a guy who's doing fairly well in the NFL right now, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He committed to Louisville. Uh, Coach Strong told him, "Like I don't know who you are." <laughs> Wasn't even aware that he had. Um, maybe he was aware he had offered him, but it was it was a, a huge. I'm trying to remember the guy that we took in his place. I think I have him in my head. I'm looking at the roster now. Wide receiver. Oh yeah, we took we took uh Michael Lee Harris. No, 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 we didn't. Sorry. I'm I'm scrolling through this. I'm hosting the show and scrolling, so get off my back. Uh, Wide receiver,
4: wide receiver.
1: Sean, why don't you talk about the last one, and then we'll we'll, we'll circle back around to this.
4: Uh, The last one is another Juco commit. uh, Trey Franklin, uh, cornerback, 5'10", 170. Uh, I don't expect him necessarily to be a starter, uh, but obviously – as we've mentioned before, Louisville loves to rotate guys in and out at all the positions for the most part. Um, So I would definitely think he's going to play uh, quite a bit. Uh, Good coverage guy. Um, He can, you know, he can cover deep ball. He's got good instincts, uh, able to uh, jump routes, uh, break up passes, Um, good tackler, very physical too. He's not a guy that's going to shy away from any kind of physicality where he has to run through a block or things like that. He's you know, he's a very solid pickup.
1: You could take a few pointers from him, Sean.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's also an honorable mention All-American.
1: Um, just, that's just big. For those. Uh, yeah, that, that's huge. No, it looks like, and, and it's understandably, now that I look back at that roster, we, we took James Quick over him. Uh, that's the only other freshman wide receiver we had that season. Uh, so far, I'm looking, looking, looking. And, and it's odd because I can't remember a year we didn't have 20 – Wide receivers on the roster. Okay. Oh no, no, that's who it was. Dante's Bird. We took oh. Dantez Bird over him.
3: Now oh, he, wow. he played very sparingly, and I think he actually ended up transferring to Tennessee Tech. That to end his end his career. But I mean, you look back at hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty. I mean, you can look back on it now and say, oh, what what is Coach Strong, you know, turning down NFL talent? Where I mean, obviously, you know, Valdez Scantling wasn't that highly rated coming out of high school anyway. I'm not sure he was rated at all. Yeah, a lot of it was the testament to the work you put in while in in college. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think, you know, our wide receivers were just fine under Coach Strong.
1: Absolutely. And the other little – I think the other little scandal back then was the uh, one of – I got to stop. Do y'all realize that I say uh a whole lot? I didn't realize it until I edited the show last night.
2: Uh, no. Uh,
1: Shut up. But uh – but uh – did you hear that? But uh. (laughs) But, pause, Ace but Wells, balls. no, no, that's Sean saying,
4: <laughs> 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 sorry,
1: buddy, Ace Wells, Brandon Radcliffe thing happened right around the same time, too. Mike Hughes was saying, Ace Wells, the guy, we're, they're taking. Jody Demling was saying, no, no, we're taking Brandon Radcliffe. And that pretty much almost effectively ended the whole Jody Mike Beef because I don't think they ever argued again after that. But nevertheless, yeah, you, he was he was uh, that's that's who we picked over him. So anyway, so we got a, a crop of decent. I, I'm excited about them. We got some more guys coming on the way here pretty soon. The, I do want to prepare you all for a few things though, Card Nation, because I feel like it's my job to tell you all the truth, the whole truth. And nothing but the truth. So, have you got. Uh, so help me God. So uh, So the I first do. person that we have been at Cardinal Sports Zone personally invested in is Jalen White. Right now, if you forced me to to make us a, a choice, I know he's down to two schools: it's Arkansas and Louisville. His friends and family want him to go to Arkansas. From what I understand, the 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 head's telling him Arkansas, and the heart's telling him to come to Louisville. So uh, I feel like this is a very important pickup for us. We need to get this kid, phenomenal player. All the film I keep finding new film every week, and I keep falling in love a little bit more every week. Last but not least, and this is another one of our babies. I mean, I, we we say recruit Jalen, we say recruit Selah Brown. I am not expecting us to take Cela Brown. I do not believe he will be a cardinal. He was—he uh, had a big chance at the camps a couple weekends ago to to solidify that offer from what the other. Now this this isn't coming from Louisville coaches. This is coming from—is that you, Dalton? Rubbing the so. rubbing the thing, uh, Giggity. <laughs> thing the high school coaches that took their players up to the camps were telling me he did not have a very impressive outing. And that kind of makes sense because from what I had previously been told, if he balled out that weekend, he would be offered and commit on the spot. Uh, that didn't happen. So I'm not – this will probably be the last time you hear me mention him until he commits. I will still support the kid. He's a hometown kid. Doesn't mean we love him any less. Just got to to move forward on, who, on our wish list. Does anybody uh, – Sean, I'll, I'll pitch this to you and Dalton – Is there anybody out there that you all are as passionate about as I have been about Selah and Jalen?
4: No, because Jalen White is the one you got, man. That's the guy I've been looking and hoping would commit. Um, So, I I mean, I hope he does because we could use him. He's such a versatile athlete. I mean, they can – line him up at the outside linebacker, line him up at the car position. They could even move him to safety. I mean, he could play a lot of different positions.
1: He really could. Dalton, what about you, buddy?
2: Well, you saved yourself there.
1: He did. He knew it, too. He, he was looking me right cl- in co- the
2: You got real close. Jalen
1: is the guy I wanted.
2: <laughs> he got real close. To he get plays hard. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of the what? guy that, like, doesn't say a lot, but <laughs> – I, I kind of like keep it in line. Like,
1: it's, well, not, a, not You turned your like mic off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I took – just in mid-sentence just then. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but like the grammar police, when people say things, like, that's what I'm here for. Right, 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 right. Everybody thinks I'm just being vulgar. No, I'm trying to eh, I'm trying to a teach. A little bit of both. I'm trying to teach.
1: <laughs> a little bit of both.
2: To watch what you say. All
1: right, Dalton, who are you in love with, with the way Sean's in love with?
3: Uh, I'm not in love with either of them, for the record. I'm in But love uh, there with is, there the- is uh, a recruit that I hope that the recent commitments don't take his spot. Um, Marquarius White, also known as Squirrel. Um, I know that uh, we already have two ride receivers in the class. It's going to be a smaller class. He is 5'10, 155. So, you know, it's like Xavier Thomas. Is he taking his spot? I know that I guess there's they're going to be looking at a tight end. I would love to pass up a tight end and take Squirrel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I
3: just set myself up. There. You did. <laughs> Look, came I came to being a professional. That's why we like
2: stopped and Sean, looked at you. Like that
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you just a little bit of I'm gonna pass it a little bit. The key to being a professional is hearing people do stuff like that and just keep just keep motoring prefer- on. Hey, I, I never claimed to be. Professional. I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know. He said
3: I'd rather pass up a tight end and take a squirrel. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 I'd love another playmaker in the in the. could you. I think Squirrel's <laughs> hey, i like
2: another playmaker in the backfield. Is that where you're going? <laughs> yeah, that's where <laughs> I was going.
3: That's what I believe, Sean. This is my time but, uh, to shine. No, I, I think um, I, with all of the, the guys who play at the tight end position, I think we've taken a handful of them over the past <laughs> couple cycles. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that we should pass over and give the position to Squirrel.
1: Now, who's the guy that you've been telling me about? Uh, it was down to like us in Miami and LSU. I think. He- oh, you're talking about
3: Jordan Allen. Jordan Allen. Jordan that's Allen. My new, that's
1: my That's what I'm putting my, I'm pushing all my yeah, chips Jordan into. Jordan
3: Allen's another guy to where I, I can I can tell you all LSU is continually keeping tabs on him. Right now, they're taking commits from higher ranked guys up their board, which is good news, obviously, but they're still going to consider looking at him because they are going to be losing some guys to the NFL. Um, after this upcoming season. So, they're trying to wholly restock that whole defensive backfield. So, um, And Jordan Allen's a guy who can play cornerback or safety. So, it's very versatile. Uh, we'll see. Um, like I think LSU is the number one team to watch there. But if they stay out of the picture, I think Wolves has got a really, really good chance with them.
1: I absolutely. That's who I was thinking of to put in this third spot to talk about because from what I'm hearing from my people down at Miami, he's not a take for them. Uh, and it sounds like from what you're saying he's if he he is an absolute take for us,
3: yeah oh yeah, he's one hundred percent I mean that's not even that's not you know discrediting you know anyone you know wolf or anything like that I think I think he's the real deal you know Jordan Allen is, and also uh another one on the subject of lSU they're also keeping tabs on Xavier Thomas as well. I forgot to mention that. Obviously, well, they can no.
1: just keep their eyes elsewhere. Right. But We're good. It
3: just goes to show you if you can establish a true pipeline to Louisiana, you're in good shoes, but you always have to have that kind of purple cloud always hovering over.
1: Now, we also had the addition, real quick before we uh, switched courses to basketball, we also had the addition of a a new – so the the spot that David Cooper left, it, left open, gentlemen's from Texas Tech. Sean, can you tell us a little bit about him?
4: Uh, I like putting y'all on the spot
1: and switching uh, things yeah. up because that's that's good stuff.
4: Yeah, I can tell you uh his name is Aaron Hodges. Thank you, Sean. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he originally uh was at Ohio State before he uh moved to Purdue. And at Purdue he helped uh recruit that twenty nineteen class that had uh Rondell Moore. Uh, and a bunch of other highly ranked recruits, a bunch of th- uh, high three-stars and four-stars before he moved to Texas Tech, and now he's back here. Uh, he's got uh, – obviously knows the Louisville area because he recruited well for Jeff Brom. So Correct. hopefully that will translate here. We'll be able to start recruiting our metro area and maybe out some in the state, but especially our metro area because our metro area has about a million people, a little more. So Delmore was 2018.
3: He's twenty 2018? Yeah, okay. I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just, he is, but I, yeah. I don't think that takes away from the fact that, you know, that, the next, two Milton classes Wright, at Purdue yeah. were in the, I think, late 20s, and Milton Wright was one that, yeah, Milton, Milton Wright,
4: Wright yeah, because Louisville was in, da- Louisville was in with Milton oh, Wright, yeah, too, Milton, the they wanted
3: Milton Wright bad, and he was just yeah. like, nope, sorry, going, going to Purdue, and another thing that we, he's apparently very good in with, uh, Louisville trainer Chris Vaughn, and, um. You know whatever you whatever your feelings are about that that can only help a little bit of recruiting as
1: as long as it helps our recruiting in a positive way I mean I don't know I don't know him I've heard a lot of negative stories about him but I've also heard a lot of positive stories about him so I will reserve judgment until I I, I, have I meet never the personally person met the guy so, so I'm
3: not going to sit here and talk like I know him
1: absolutely but so we had a lot of stuff moving around the football uh, side uh, on, on the football side of the show. Go follow our YouTube channel. We're we're posting all the press conferences on there now. We're we've got new streaming shows where we are debut, uh, we have debuted, and we will be putting on there every few weeks. Even the great part about this new streaming show, Sean, is that on weeks where we can't get together here, we can get together there. I'm, our sponsors sponsors for our brand name, so I'm not worried about them saying, "Oh, the streaming show don't have that big of a following yet." Well, it will that's how we do things uh so it is what it is go follow the youtube channel though it is youtube.com backslash woman 723 that's w-a-h-m-a-n i have no idea how to change the username or i would uh, so one of y'all youngins might have to show me how to do that but as of now that's what it is that i hadn't used that youtube channel since 2014 and I used it on my uh, my my iPad, so that's why it was the, the woman 723. It was a computer generated there. But before we get to the second part of the show, I'd like to just mention our fine sponsors that we have. Shack in the Back Barbecue, Fitness Market, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping, Four Pegs, and All-America Pool Company. Dalton, tell us a little bit about, about All-America.
3: Well, I'm not too familiar with their business, but um, (laughs) I'm just playing. But um, one-stop shop for all your pool needs, above ground and in-ground. We have all your chemicals. We have all your parts. And uh, we'd love all your business.
1: Absolutely. And, again, shout-out to our our guy Rob out of Derby City Lawn Landscaping, Chris out of Four Pegs, Uh, Chris and Sarah out at Fitness Market, and Miss Barbara out at Shack in the Back. We appreciate your all support. We do have. We are including new things in the uh, the streaming show that are not included in their packages. That we're going to be rolling out as far as overlays that have their graphics on it. We think they'll appreciate it and Speaking like it. Speaking of
3: four pegs, yeah, I remember telling you I went to the Louisville City game and they had the little four pegs. Um, yeah, they ha- like they have a thing right there. Yeah, I mean, credit to what them. What did I you had, have? I had the uh, brisket platter. Whew. Pretty solid. Got to be honest. A very very good.
1: There's there's still not – the only other place I've ever went to restaurant-wise where everything I got was fantastic was when we used to go to Griff's over there in Cardinal Town. Mm-hmm. I had, I tried, like – that's Griff's was really good. Griff's really was, and I, it's a shame that they're not around anymore. But we do the show on Saturday mornings, and then we get together with some of our friends right after it. And, man, I tried 10 to 11 different things, and everything was fantastic. Their, the hot brown was amazing there, the uh, their cavatappi pasta, their catfish. I mean, d- you know what? Don't get me started. It's not around anymore. It's in the past. Rest in peace. Hopefully, it comes back at some point. Sean, let's let's, let's dribble this conversation towards the basketball court. Carly Jones is going to play his way into a onto an NBA roster.
4: Yes, he played very well. Uh, actually got into the combine uh, by scoring, I believe it was a – what was Oh, God, it was a – I like want to 20 say 20 Yeah, points. 21 points, I believe. I think he had like three or four assists. Um, led the team. Led his team to the win. Led the team to scoring. Led them to win. Got to the combine. He played very well at the combine. He's going to end up likely being a, a second-round pick. Um, maybe can still play his way in the first round, but – Uh, regardless, the fact that he was likely going to be undrafted and now he's going to likely be drafted is amazing. And uh, I I don't see why he won't stick on a roster as a a guy off the bench that can come in, provide scoring, be one of those scoring scoring threats off the bench. Uh, He's experienced. I mean, what can you not love about having a guy like that in your squad?
1: Absolutely. And uh, best of luck to Carly. I want him to to, to – do really, really well in, in a league and bring the same kind of, you know, it's Russ Dickel 2.0 as far as I'm concerned. He wasn't at the level offensively that Russ was, but he was still just as fun for me to watch. Dalton, we're going to come to you with this one because you are the self-proclaimed recruiting guru, or at least I'm I claiming. I don't think I ever I'm claiming that you claimed it. Cool. Can you give us any updates? Because I've not heard anything on either of these guys the past week, which is really shocking. Because, as of last Sunday, the conversation about Sidney Curry was hot and heavy. And then he visited Sunday. Said they said he had a good visit. And then we've not heard anything about him. And can you update everybody on? Uh, is it Rodney Rice? Is that his name? Rodney Rice. Rodney Rice. Can you give us a little? little give them a little bit of. When's he committing? Who's he down to? Stuff like
3: that. Yeah. So, um, first starting with Sidney Curry, I don't think there's ever come out with a, a true reason as to what exactly, uh, went on or is going on. I should say it's still going on. He hasn't committed anywhere. I think the writings on the wall that, um, you know, they brought him in and he still isn't committed. I feel like, um, you know, there, there's there been rumors that it's playing time. There's rumors that Louisville n- didn't, doesn't necessarily, you know, s- they said, oh, we're good, which that's kind of h- hard to believe with bringing him in. I'd, I would think, you know, you would have to know a lot about the kid to truly bring him in on one of these visits. Um,
1: I lied to you. I said I didn't uh, have an update on him. I do have an update on him. You lied to me. From that visit, too. Go ahead and finish your thought. I just wanted to, before you got in too deep Yeah, per-
3: personally, I, I feel like um, I- if – Everything was right for him to commit. He would have committed by now. Um, it, and But uh, I think this just, just kind of shows that you know, the ship has likely sailed. I you know, hope I'm wrong. I think he would fit well with the skill set and what he brings to the table and the fact that there might not be as much playing time as, you know, bigger-name guys would want. Um, you know, it is what it is. But it seems like the writing's on
1: the wall. So this is this is exactly what I was told by a source that was close to the team. So give me just a second. Da, 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 da. Sorry about this. Take a little bit. I should have been more prepared. So... What I was told. So here's what I was told. First off, I was told the visit went well but he wanted to be promised a certain amount of minutes that we were not able or we were not prepared to promise him uh the the his position is loaded anyway so uh the front court is loaded not his position but that, that they had a good visit everything went okay but obviously like you said it wasn't enough to make him commit cuz he would have committed on on yeah. site
3: which, which is kind of kinda weird because I, I guess they had to be the same thing with Kansas because, you know, he committed there, but their front court is, is just as loaded as as ours is. There's no starting minutes in that front court for him there, and I guess that's ultimately why he decided to end his commitment with the Jayhawks, and it makes sense because there was some rumors that, like, UNLV could possibly be in the running for for some playing time. Um I think it goes to show you it's going to take a an interesting, you know, perspective from a player to want to come in and accept uh, a smaller role to potentially win. The only type of player that I could see, you know, making that jump would be a, a guy that doesn't
2: come from a power five. My question is: is when they're recruiting this guy, do these not questions not mm-hmm. come up about playing time? Like it takes them to come on campus to a visit to say. Hey, I want to play twenty minutes a game, and hey, we're not willing to do that. Does that not come up in conversations before they get on campus? Uh, you
3: would think so, but I can't confirm nor deny <laughs> I mean? with that. Like I mean, everybody that
2: re- would save a lot of people a lot of
1: time. I, everybody remembers well. Everybody that followed Louisville recruiting for a long time remembers the debacle with Quincy Miller and Deuce Bello. No, oh, yeah, they came into they came in for a football visit on on a football weekend for their visit. Everything was fantastic. They went into Coach P's office. Basketball players, I know I kind of confuse you with the football visit thing. Sometimes the basketball players do come in on football weekends so they can show them the crowds and the grandeur and stuff like that. And they straight up went into Coach P's office, and uh, Quincy Miller was like, all right, I want to be promised a starting spot. I want Deuce to be uh, promised promised a starting spot, and I want to play the entire game. Deuce wants to play like 15 to 20. And Coach P is like, "Thank you for your time," and sent him out of the room. So play
3: the entire game. That's that's rough.
1: Well, I mean, he was he was Qu- a good oh, player.
3: Quincy Miller. Oh, well, Quincy Miller turned into a great player for Baylor. So, yeah, I mean, he went first round and everything. He was they both solid. went to Baylor, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah but Deuce so. didn't do too well, but uh, that same thing happened with D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's so, fair. I mean,
1: so so here were here were the exact words. He wants to be promised a certain amount of playing time, and with the amount of forwards and centers, he'd have to earn it. He's on the fence. So that came fr- that came that morning or the following morning uh, after that visit, which was was it this past weekend?
3: Yeah. Um, yes, yes. It's
1: like right a week it's ago, right? Right. So Curry was Curry got into town I think about six p.m. Sunday and stayed till Tuesday, if if I remember correctly. Which and I,
3: I- and I told you, even my guy said, you know, he's a great player, but it's very unlikely just due to the sheer numbers we have in the front court.
1: Yeah, and your guys are pretty pretty uh
3: you know those message boards can be <laughs> real helpful man what I tell you
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't really get the information any closer from the horse's no, mouth than what you did. Right. So uh
3: and I think that that's kind of the reason why everyone's like when's Louisville going to add somebody. It's so much easier said than done because in all honesty, you have a very formidable starting five and your your supporting cast is pretty much filled out unless there's like a Surefire guy who's going to come in and raise your ceiling tremendously. Which right now, uh, there's probably two out in the transfer portal right now, and one of them's probably going to the school down the road. There's not a there's n- it's very limited with what you can put out there. I still think we go get a, a guy, but I don't think we probably fill two scholarships.
1: See, I don't think we go out and get a guy unless he is a surefire just star, and I think that's what Sidney Curry brought to the table. I think he he was the type of player. If we don't get him, it could be the difference between us winning the national championship and not this year. I say that only because his work ethic, his attitude—he is the, the Montrez, the Shane, the the dog, just the, just like the kid that played for Cincinnati. Yancey ba- Gates? Uh, well Not him? Uh, maybe him? But Hicks, Eric Hicks? Oh, yeah. 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 Just he brought that attitude to the team that they needed. He got he got everybody excited when they needed to be. Uh, excited. He's, he's so. a
3: big body. We don't have that in the front court, right? right we don't right. have a guy who can bang down low. And I was like, "This guy's exactly well, what Joey he can order. Well, Joey, well, uh, get on the
2: f- court then.
0: <laughs> he I said we know.
1: didn't have a guy that could bang down low. I said oh, Joey used to be able to.
2: I'm still banging down low. We're
1: talking about basketball, okay? <laughs> uh, let's let's. Uh, <laughs>
2: Rodney Rice. Rodney I don't Rice. Think I have any eligibility left though, but I mean, I'd go in there and I mean, you got five fouls. Sit. Use them.
1: <laughs> That's true.
2: So, Louisville basketball,
3: um, I don't know if you've seen, There's there were some clips that I believe was Steve, that, or it might have been Ethan Moore, that had kind of quoted on Deontay Davis and how he looked in a couple of clips. Looks like he's going to be pretty solid following and maybe a more athletic Dre, but he's in the 2022 class. Um, just this summer, coaches were officially able to offer 2023 guys, um, but they'll focus – uh, we talked a lot about the 2023, but 2022, Deontay davis Ibu is, com- is committed. The number one target right now is Rodney Rice, the combo guard out of the DMV area, which obviously our assistant coaches are familiar with. Um, I would say, you know, he had a very good official visit. You know, Louisville is definitely up there at the top of the list. Cut his list to six recently, just this pa- uh, two Saturdays ago, Alabama, Maryland, Georgetown, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech the fact and the Cards.
2: The fact that he's even considered Maryland he's makes me question. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, people that are from Lexington, I still question the the fact that they would even consider that place. So, that's like, fair, very fair. Know. But um, just
3: funny. just to touch a little bit on him for those who aren't aware of his skill set. <laughs> uh, oh my lord! Okay, he possesses good shot mechanics. Bill Cosby just up got from out the perimeter. <laughs> um, really reminds me of uh, current Louisville guard don't, Noah Locke.
1: Wes just said, ed- "Butted the microphone." <laughs> 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 no,
4: my shoulder hit it. Oh, okay. Over
3: oh, we here talking about pudding pops and <laughs>
4: hey, oh. just you oh, said you were going to touch on a kid. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Um,
3: I defer I'll to a comment. Showing all
4: three rails, folks. Well, I mean, thirty-five
1: thirty is the moment I have to go out and edit now. <laughs> <laughs> just write it. Down. Somebody text that to me. But oh, good okay. shooter, uh,
3: wide up from the perimeter. I did not say a word. Uh, that projects as a complimentary ball handler <laughs> that also serves as a volume shooter. Thank Noah Locke if you want to get a lot of, um, you know, comparisons to Rodney Rice's game.
2: Cool.
1: Awesome, awesome. And, again, remember, everybody, youtube.com backslash W-A-H-M-A-N 723. That's the YouTube channel. Before we go, I know you're like, we want to hear the interview. It's coming up next, but what we want to do, uh, because a groundbreaking thing occurred uh, this past week in college athletics. They, for the first time ever, there was legislation legislature passed that allows college athletes to monetize their name, image, and likeness, make it a little bit of, I mean, it could be a little, it could be a lot of money. Uh, we saw a couple of examples from UofL, like Samuel Williamson, Malik Cunningham, uh and
3: soon to be Dre Davis. And Dre Davis. Uh, well Dre uh, Davis. Mike is, James? Mike James as
1: well. Mike James is one I don't think that has been released yet, so you just spoiled it. No, uh,
3: I, Mike James quoted a tweet of oh, a okay, okay. shirt hooligans. I didn't so I
1: didn't cool. shout out to those guys. We love those guys out of T shirt hooligans. Uh, but in the, there's a couple other people. There's a few p- football players, a few basketball players. Aiden but Robbins is another one. That's another one. Uh, so, somebody's being...
3: They're, well, a lot of them are doing like this GoPuff or something. GoPuff. That's it's what like I was the, gonna say. Somebody you can get stuff online and have it delivered or something, or yeah, something, something like that.
1: that. I saw that. But what I want to do is something you know that that's long overdue. I do not think that this, it's just my opinion, this money should not be coming from sponsors. This should be money that is provided by the schools. The schools are the ones that make the money off the athletes. They should they should be the ones responsible. There's there's no dirty corners at that, or there's less opportunity for dirty things to happen if you let the schools handle the money, distribute the money, and things like that. But this is something, I don't know how long it'll last. This opens up a Pandora's box of possible issues. But all everybody ever talks about is the negative, so we're going to talk a little positive about it. Before the show today, uh, we were all kicking around the idea of what our dream uh, NIL sponsorships would be past present future uh, Sean I'm gonna let you go ahead and start that off and you decided to go with it and only do one we'll we'll come back and hit no you know what give us both of them
4: okay uh, for football, I think this was a football player. Don't forget player. the first one you told us. Make sure no, you no. Tell that one. no. Absolutely don't say that I'm not telling, I'm not one. telling him. Uh, <laughs> uh, or you will be removed from the show. I'm going to go with Javian Hawkins, and I think I, I'm going to go with PlayStation 5 because his nickname is PlayStation. It, just, it
2: fits, right? It fits. Was it no, he number three? Uh, ten. 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 Oh, PlayStation 10. Okay. <laughs> that, think that's that's there. 20 20 now, the cop-out one. 2035 is the It doesn't matter. He used to be a young guy.
4: My other one yet. is Dwayne Sutton, and I think Mr. Clean because what you do, you clean the glass a little
2: bit. Ooh.
1: I like that one, Sean. I like that one. Joey?
2: All right. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh I got four, actually. Uh-oh. You've got four. Okay, Uh-oh. well, only give us two. No, I'm going to go through all four of them. It's fine. <laughs> I don't say a lot on the show, so I'm giving all four. All right, give us two. Luke Hancock, RainX, because he's a rainmaker. He makes it rain. I like I it. Feel that. Honest My Mood. Preparation H.
1: No, Joey, it's honest. I said honest. Yeah, but the preparation but H is for But, I mean, come a- on. It's anus. still like he could. It, it's Okay. okay. <sighs> anyway.
2: Luke Smith, melting pot, because the fondue. Our guy Luke Smith. Okay. <laughs> I like it. And then Andre McGee and Uber. Okay. <laughs> Wes. <laughs> 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 he said Andre McGee. Uber. Okay, quick, we said it. Andre, Andre. Andre McGee, Uber. <laughs> I had to get that in there uh. quick.
1: Giggity. Real real quick, I'm going to throw mine in there. I had Russ Smith and Waffle House, which is another cop out. Uh, and then Gerard Holloman and Stick 'em. Yeah. Because everything you threw it. at him. Yeah, he always got it. He caught it. I mean, I guess we could have also went with LMPD because the, his nickname was Hot Robbery. But I didn't <laughs> want to.
2: Sure, it's Cary Rhodes, you stick <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dalton, let's go with you next. He
3: completely went over
1: West. No, I know, but I, I saved the best for last. Um,
3: First one is Daryl Griffith and Dunkin' Donuts. I think that speaks for itself. Dr. I like it. that. would have been a, Another one millions. that I was thinking of is Donovan Mitchell and Marvel with the whole Spider-Man. Oh, speaking. Spider-Mitchell. And, obviously, you're talking about the ones we'd like to see. I'm a huge Marvel fan, so I'd love to have some Donovan Mitchell Spider-Man gear, like true
1: Spider-Man gear. That is awesome. Huh. All right, Wes, go one f- – uh, Well, you know what? Just do it however you want. I was going to say one former and one current. Well – one for me
4: is Lamar Jackson, and it kind of uh, – when I said Speedway, then I kind of thought about the Speed Museum, <laughs> <laughs> at UofL Speed Museum. Any of them. And, the convenience well, it could be Speedway. Speedway. And then Dana Evans and maybe it's Maybelline because her eyelashes be long in them games. So,
0: But she still get buckets.
1: I like it. I like it. Did anybody think of any other ones they wanted to shout out real quick <laughs> that are that are appropriate? <laughs> okay, can I say the one? Because we all the No, no. Can, I can't all say the
2: Balfour d- one. <laughs> Unf believable. <laughs> no,
1: okay. no, no, no. What about can't. the White Castle one? CB. Uh, no, no White Castle. CB. No, no Balfour. Arby's. No Arby's. Oh come <laughs> on! And, unless it's the whole Louisville offensive line. That's because what I'll say. They, they got the meat. Uh, <laughs> I didn't <just laughs> say meats because
2: they're. Be- hey, look. It could be worse. It could be. Y'all laugh. Could-
1: at, y'all laugh at the wrong ones. <laughs> that that one's legit. It is legit. Je- yeah. It was Joe's face. It's not like I said. Penetration e- or preparation, <laughs> X, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Well, Sean likes to talk about how players <laughs> penetrate.
2: Gosh, dang. you gotta penetrate. Z- penetrate. Oh
1: CSZ after dark in the middle of the day, <laughs> but uh, so it, does anybody have any other ones that are really good? Because those were all you all had a really like serious one, and then a really clever one. So I appreciate y'all going hard in the paint for that. What and,
3: about your your Gorgie one? That was, that oh yeah,
1: Gorgie uh, Zhang and Legos. Oh, uh, why Legos? Why le- They're blocks. It's kind of uh, stupid of me to
3: say why Legos because I
1: asked you about the. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> well, was, oh, yeah, nobody I else did, up. so you know, yeah. it's pretty good. I, so, I didn't ask on up. purpose. Yeah, I appreciate that, you Joey. D- you thank could you. also um, Shane
3: Behannon and Home Depot because he always used to get the boards.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I like that one. Balfour. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you know what. May, let, let's do a post, and let's ask everybody in the group chat what their dream in, uh, name, image, and likeness things are. We'll include the one, Sean, we'll include the ones that Higgy we said. Golden
2: Girl. <sighs> no, they closed down.
1: I don't think Higgy could get a name, image, and likeness deal because first He'd off, have to he's get two. He's not athletic. He doesn't play a sport. Well, he plays yeah, he softball. Oh no, he coaches softball. I don't know. No,
2: he's playing a he's doing a co ed uh softball team. Are you playing on it? Isn't there I a work competition Wednesdays.
3: going on today on ESPN? I would national hot dog eating contest.
2: It, no, I think it's over with uh he they broke, he won. He broke won. Won. He won. ESPN. Did like really? it w- it like knocked him off there uh, uh, seventy five yeah. in ten minutes. You
3: realize he only gets paid like ten thousand to win
4: I'm like that. Is I'm not, not sure it's not worth, worth it. it. He has won thirteen dollars for minutes.
3: fourteen now. The only reason he got another because he's, he's won one hundred and forty thousand for the fourteen that he's One, I'm like that's
2: not even that's worth it. That's sixty thousand dollars an he hour. He just looked actually miserable at the end of that. Well, like, yeah, you, you stuff eight, uh, seventy-five buns and wieners down your mouth and see if you're not exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Even, he's not even looking. Any comment on that? I, I've uh-huh. got
3: one. Sean and Grinder.
4: Oh man! Well, that means I can do Sam in immigration now.
3: Oh Looks man! Like we're t- we're t-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Why are you picking on edit. Sam? He's not even here. Because I'm, he g- I'm sure I'm gonna. Because I'm sure I'm gonna get. A,
4: I'm gonna get a message episode. after he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did Sam do? Nothing. Sam he caught a thing.
3: collateral damage.
1: Gosh, he was just caught in the crossfire. I would say Dalton and Caillou.
2: I was going to say Dalton well, uh, and Cart- put- Cartoon I Network. Knew. I don't know why. Cartoon don't know Network?
3: Why. Cartoon Network?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where Caillou is. No, he's on, on PBS. It. Oh. Ashlyn used to make me watch Jeremy that crap Woman all the time. And the Go circus. ahead.
1: Because he's a clown. Oh. <laughs> don't be mad at me because you can't ride on most of the rides at Disney, you I'm little mom. i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in
2: Hills, you're five Dalton, nine. And Dalton and uh, Liquid Plumber, because his uh, jokes go down the toilet.
1: Oh, you
4: actually got
1: it. I'm surprised
3: nobody said Joe Wallman in the Humane Society.
1: That would have been a really good that one. That would have been a very good one. That would have been. Have to your Daltons pick. spayed and neutered. <laughs> Sean, we got to come up with a good one for Sean. I already told I'm you. One. No, 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 I said I'm a good one still for still Sean. I'm still going with
4: uh, Joe Barber. Wallman in Merlin. <laughs> Sean Barber that's and
3: Gillette.
4: <laughs> a When's the last time you? Shaved? So what you're saying? He, he's, he's the best a man a can while. get.
2: <laughs> best a man. <laughs> I
4: mean, uh,
2: Sean
1: and OnlyFans. Sean, we need to get you an OnlyFans set up. Maybe that's uh, the way we get you your date in 2021.
3: And a <laughs> Pay five dollars <laughs> to that, hear my Louisville analysis.
1: On that
2: note, <laughs> hey, he'd be making money though. Yeah, Joe Woman in the Department of Tra- uh, uh, Department of what is that uh, Chamber of Commerce for Maryland? <laughs> <laughs> Come visit Maryland. It's. Eh.
1: I thought you yeah, were that's gonna say five million, right? Yeah, that's only if they pay me like <laughs> big money. I thought you were gonna say Joe Woman in the little clinic, but that's a story for a different time.
2: Oh. I'm just kidding. No <laughs> clinics needed here, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. Now it's the time y'all oh, been waiting for right for for Joey to shut up and for no I'm just kidding no they they want more they do want more Joe uh but what we ha- there's the uh, again I don't I, I'm trying to consciously not say it and now I'm saying it more what we have coming up next is a is the interview y'all been waiting for it's with Louisville assistant basketball coach Cahill Finell we talk about a variety of things such as Sam asks a great question and he asks a stupid one I call him out for it. Uh, we talk about what it's like to coach for Chris Mack. We talk about uh, assistant coach Ross McMaines And I reveal a little bit of a – you may have heard it if you pay attention to the show. I kind of joked about it a couple of weeks ago, but I reveal a little bit of news at the end of it. And, of course, in true coach style, he, uh, he kind of pumps me up about it. So, we appreciate it. So, here we go. Without any further ado – Louisville coach, Louisville assistant coach Cahill Fannell. All right, y'all. This is an exclusive. This is something that we have been waiting for for a while. The gentleman that, that we're having on today is is somebody that Carnation has gotten to know pretty well over the last few years. He's made his way up through the system here. He he took over a, an extremely difficult job opening and killed it. As far as we're concerned. This is an interview that I've been asking Kenny for for months, and he's been so busy he's not been able to, but he's finally uh, been able to give us his time today, and we really appreciate it. Louisville assistant basketball coach, Cahill Fennell. Cahill, what's going on, my man?
5: Chairman, how are you, man? Thanks for having me. Appreciate
1: you. Man, I'm doing really good. And first off, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Also, we got Sam here in the house today. He was kind enough to come over here and assist with the interview. What we wanted to do first, though, Coach, is – I I told everybody two days ago when this was finalized that I I wanted to get some thoughts and questions from them. So these questions all come from the team. But the first thing that that the team wanted me to say, this was a statement that was – it's a prepared statement, but it's meant from the heart. It says, first of all, we want to let you know how super excited we are that you got this promotion, and we are thankful for all the social justice work that you are doing and putting in. It has not gone unnoticed amongst the fans nor us here at CSZ. So thank you so much for everything you're doing, doing for the cause.
5: Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you, man. I, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's unexpected. It's, it was a uh, certainly a challenging year, and, um, with some challenging moments for sure. But you know, moving forward, I, I feel really positive about the direction of the city and, and what we're trying to do collectively. So. Um, lots of work to be done. Um, still, so much at a grassroots level that can improve, and and hopefully I can make a small impact on man. But I, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you.
1: Uh, you made a huge. I mean, I'm I'm six seven three fifty, and you made a huge impact on me <laughs> already. So, <laughs> so so let's get again. I know your time is precious, and and I know you you got a team to coach. So I won't keep you too long. The first question we have for you is is from Sean. He wanted to know. What has the journey been like going from the director of basketball operations to the assistant coach?
5: Well, you know, that's a good question. I think that specific journey hasn't been, you know, too too different or, or challenging. I, I think, you know, obviously I was an assistant coach before uh, I arrived at Louisville. I was an assistant coach and an associate head coach at the University of Texas, Permian Basin at the Division II level. Um, then I was fortunate enough to get the job as a, an assistant coach at Portland State and Big Sky Conference. Um, so being an assistant coach is is, is comfortable for me. Um, so I, I think just getting back in the mix as far as recruiting and trying to reestablish those relationships and uh, try to really hit the ground running um, in that space, which is obviously hugely, huge, hugely important um, for our program, um, has been has been kind of the biggest adjustment. So uh, just kind of getting back in, in that kind of a mindset is, has been a, been a change for me. Um, and then getting the opportunity to get back on the floor is great. You know, I, I really miss that part as far as really teaching our guys and, and and playing a huge hand in player development and trying to get guys better and. Uh, having a voice as far as team concepts and things like that. Those are things that I certainly missed. Um so it's great to get back doing those things.
0: Hey coach, this is Sam here. Um you mentioned some of the adjustments that you that you made personally, um, going from director of ops to coaching. What about the players? How how have they responded to you now as coach for handling not director of, of operations?
5: Sorry, it was a little bit choppy. Did you say how, how are the players responded to my my change in role?
0: Yes.
1: Yes sir. Sam's got Sam's got a little bit of an accent, coach. You got you got to bear with him a little bit.
5: No, <laughs> no, no. no. It was, I think it's more just the feed for whatever reason. So I apologize. I didn't hear you very well. Um, but yeah, I, shoot. I, I think you'd have to ask the players. It was I, not I the no feed, clue. guys. You know I mean, I think uh, we have a great group of guys. You know, I really love working with them. Um, I, we've been really fortunate here over the past few years that. Um, the, the kids we've brought in here at Louisville are really high character. They're about the right stuff. They want to win. Uh, they want to represent this fan base and university in the, in the best possible light. And they've been terrific to work with, you know, how they view my, my promotion is, is, is a question I probably can answer. Um, you know, hopefully they're as excited about it as I am, but um, I'm just really looking forward to working with them in a different capacity and, and helping them kind of achieve what they want to do here. And then,
1: and then beyond their time at Louisville. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, That that brings up a a, a great point a a great question I wanted to ask. Louisville fans are have over the last fifteen years have become extremely picky. We have become we had the year of the Cardinal and then everything seems like uh, across the board it fell apart. I mean, from a fan's perspective, we all felt like we had that great year that everything fell apart. But you all you all are the ones actually that that started the turnaround. Uh, with the hiring of Coach Chris Mack and, and you, and then uh, at that time, uh, Coach uh, Murray and, and the rest of the crew, we got a new look uh, this season. Obviously, we got we got Coach McMains, we got you, and then uh, a couple other people that are new. What is it like coaching for Chris Mack?
5: I I think it's been great. You know, I I think he's a really uh, high level national level coach. Obviously, I I think, you know, you don't end up at the University of Louisville um, in this role if if you don't, you know, have big time chops and a big time um, competitor and winner. And and he's done it at a very high level. Xavier, I I think he took that program from the A-10 to the Big East and continued his success there and, and had success with player development and getting guys, to the NBA at success from a team standpoint and earning a, a number one national seed at a school like Xavier, which has never been done before. Um, he left there as the all time wins leader. So um, there's a ton to learn from him from when it comes to, you know, preparation and attention to detail and, and, and big, you know, big picture 30,000 foot view on pro like how to run a program. I, I've learned so much from him in that regard. So uh, I, I think working for coach Mack has been tremendous. I, I think he's, you know, as a family guy, you know, I've, I've two kids and, you know they're <laughs> they're kind of notorious around these parts. They're little monsters, and uh, he's he's pretty cool about it. So, uh, yeah, no, he's been great. He's a good guy, a good dude, and, and a great coach. So, um, it's been terrific.
1: Please let him know, and I, I'm I am speaking for Allacard Nation, even though I haven't got their permission. We really appreciate him. We know how great he's gonna be. We're we're just we had Denny for 30 years, Rick for like 18. We're just spoiled. Well, I swear, tell him I swear will they'll be they'll all be nicer to him. All we need to do is, <laughs> is, is winning cures everything, and when you got a program in the state, I'm not going to name it because we actually have a swear jar here. Every time we say the the program down the road, we got to throw a dollar into it. But as obnoxious as their fans are, it has actually transformed the Louisville base uh, fan base. Into to into in the same things they got, but we're not as – well, we weren't as obnoxious as they were. So <laughs> just tell them that, we're, that I'm apologizing for, for all of them and that we I promise that we'll do better.
5: No, you, I mean, you, you're, you have every right to have high expectations. You know, the, the Cardinal fan base has, has seen a lot of success over the years, uh, some of the most success of any program in the country, and, and expectations should be high. You know, we should be competing to compete, you know, competing to win championships here. And and that is the goal. That is the standard. So um, that's what we're trying to do moving
0: forward. OK, Coach, um, you mentioned coaches, Mac, uh, his attention to detail, um, obviously bringing in Coach Ross McMann. He's known as an offensive guy and Coach Begeese is known as usually a big, big guy guru. Um, what strengths do you think that you bring to the coaching staff? Me personally? Yes, sir.
5: <laughs> you know you're actually the second person to ask me that today um, uh, first my first time fault. i answered charisma uh but i i don't think <laughs> I, I, i'm not so sure like it's, it's a tough question to answer as far as you know how do i you know what do i say that i do well um look you know i i said before that i my my kind of journey to this point has been pretty unique and, I, and i've kind of seen a lot of different things and been in a lot of different places when it comes to when it comes to college basketball and uh, different levels of the game and um, I, I think my experience as far as working with different kind of players when it comes to player development um, and trying to get them from point A to point B um, and really have them maximize their time as student athletes right like how do they walk away from here feeling like they were developed feeling like they were loved feeling like they were cared for feeling like they were held to a standard. Um, So when they walk away from here and their time as a Louisville player, like they feel like they were a better player and they feel like they've grown as young people. So um, I I really try to emphasize that. That's that's my approach to coaching. And that's why I got in this business. And, um, you know, hopefully that has an impact. And uh, beyond that, I, you know, I I try to hang my hat on preparation and being one of the more prepared coaches out there and and knowing what's going on, knowing what's going on with our scouts and and putting us in a position to win every single game um and then I'll I'll really try to contribute as far as recruiting as well and and player development so um, I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not so sure what Coach Mack or our players would say, but um, hopefully I can contribute to, to the group in that way.
1: That's quite a bold question for you. The man's on the line with us, and you're just like, yeah. what do you bring to the, the staff? Coach? <laughs> yeah. That's quite yeah, a bold know qu- about- I know you didn't mean it that way. This but- is Louisville, okay. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> coach, uh, another question that we had in, in the group DM is people are dying to know, like, we are super excited about you, and we're also super excited about – Ross McMaines. Yep. what is it like coaching alongside him, which the fan base has affectionately named him Little Harry Potter? Uh, what's it? He told an interesting story yesterday on former teammates here at Cardinal Sports Zone. They have a, a midday show, Middays with Marcus and Steve, asked them, and, and he, told, he told them that he actually used to ride a ferry to, to school when he was a kid. So he seems like – Uh, That uh, alongside that and all the other interesting stories I've heard about him, I just wanted to know he seems like a very interesting person. So uh, I guess back to to circle back, what is it like coaching along uh, coaching alongside Ross?
5: It's great. You know, this is obviously a unique time of year. You know, I mean, we haven't done too much on the floor together. Obviously, we haven't coached in the games together. Uh, But he was a friend of mine prior to his time here for a year or so. And uh, so I've known him for a little bit and had a, a bit of a relationship with him. Um, on a personal level before here. So um, I, I think he's tremendous. I think he has a world-class mind for basketball, offensive basketball in particular. Uh, I think he's a world-class player developer. He's done it at the highest level um, with NBA players and, uh, future NBA players and and he's earned their trust in just about every single instance and and has contributed to their growth and improvement and development. So I, I think his work on the floor as a developer of individuals and in the collective. And I think his his work on the floor is as a teacher of what we're trying to do philosophically offensively. Um, and then his big picture look on offense in general is is, you know, it's elite. You know, I mean, he truly is elite in that regard. Um And, and, you know, like I said, he's a friend of mine. I I enjoy his company. He's he's probably, you mentioned his his ferry rides to school. (laughs) Um, I mean, he truly is probably the most interesting man in college basketball. So uh, he's been all around the world. He's devoted his life to this game uh, from a young age. Um, And it shows. It shows in his, his just kind of breadth of knowledge from, you know, he could tell you who's the you know, who runs what in the Lithuanian second division. And he can tell you about the ninth man on the Knicks bench. So he he just is a really, really sharp dude. And and I think he's going to be hugely impactful for us moving forward.
1: He seems like the real, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him, just from what I've heard through the media, obviously seems like the real deal. He is without a doubt, one of the most entertaining social media video. He, all that, all his workouts and stuff he puts out there on social media, super entertained. By that, but and actually, I'm going to Universal Studios here at the end of the month. And every time I go past the Harry Potter exhibits, I'm going to think of Ross McMahon, So I want to thank <laughs> I want to thank him for for that.
5: There you go. Yeah.
1: There you uh, go. Jerry, Are you man- going out to
5: California or Florida?
1: I'm going to Florida. <laughs> gotcha. It's my birthday Thanks week. Time, so yeah, yeah. Sam, you had a follow up question? There? Yeah.
0: Uh, Jerry mentioned Coach McMahon's on uh, midday with Marcus Maven and Steve Rummage. Um He said dunk shot on the, on the interview <laughs> and i'm curious to know what are your thoughts on this is the dunk a shot or is it just a dunk
5: well it's certainly a shot it counts as a field goal attempt uh, you know incidentally i think he was he was mocking me he you know, was i kind of say it in light where i say ah nice dunk shot or flush i try to minimize the importance of the dunk but uh yeah so i think he was kind of low-key making fun of his
1: boy but no, he uh, no yeah, he, was right, making, he, run was, run. he was high key making he was he was high key making because he even admitted to it after he said he's like look that's something that Cahill says It's like when Marcus <laughs> and Steve started making fun of him for because I mean okay so I, I'm I'm in my my low to mid 40s myself when I was growing up I heard dunk shot and not very often but I heard of it before so when when uh, Coach McVeigh said it I was like why are y'all laughing I've heard that before like it, it's not. <laughs> It's big of a, but no, no. He immediately threw you under the bus after he said it. Nice, yeah. Nice. Um, You can't win with this guy. (laughs) No sir. Final question, because again, I know your time is very, very important, and we want to get you out of here. Are there any? uh, Is there any player among the amongst the newcomers that has been standing out to you in, in workouts, or or any? It doesn't even have to be a newcomer. What what is something? Who is somebody that we'll see this year that we're like, that's not what we saw last year.
5: Uh, you know, Jeremy, it's it's such a cop out, man. And I, <laughs> I apologize because it's a good question. I, I'm sure people are, are really eager to, to hear what to expect from, from individuals. But I can honestly say uh, that I, I truly believe that everybody has improved and has gotten better. I, I really do believe that. I think Everybody from Gabe Wisnitzer to Sam Beard in our walk-on to all of our walk, or all of our newcomers from the day they came on campus to where they are now, um, both as individuals and their understanding collectively of what we're trying to do as a group, um, offensively specifically, has has really taken a step forward. I, I think the growth of guys in their skill set. Uh, I think the growth of guys in their like general understanding, like I mentioned, is is really um has really grown and has really been evident so it's exciting you know and i know every coach in the country is, is probably saying the same thing they're really excited about their group and they're excited about the season and this that and third but um i, I truly do believe that and i truly mean it where i, I just uh, i'm so looking forward to you know getting the guys on the floor a lot more consistently as ncaa hours uh, allow and, and really kind of continue to move this thing forward because um it, it's been some really cool growth from our guys so far
1: Absolutely. And Sam, did you have anything final before we wrap this up?
0: Yes, I have one last question for you, coach. Um, what would you say would be the biggest strength or the strength of this year's we team? Whether it be passing, defense, intensity, shooting, uh, togetherness. What would you say uh, that Card Nation needs to look for uh, when it comes to uh, next year's team?
5: Yeah, that's a great question. I, Sam, I think it's really early. Right. I mean, nobody's faced any adversity. Nobody's, you know, not playing as much as they thought. Nobody's not getting as many shots as they thought. Um, so nobody has been any, through anything to feel aggrieved. Um, so everybody's in a great place. Everybody's excited to see each other. Everybody's excited to see coaches. Um, so everybody's in a very positive state of mind. So the, the, the cohesion, the togetherness right now is at an all time high, you know. Okay. Um, but I, I think generally speaking, I think you're going to have a team that's going to shoot the ball at a pretty high level especially considered uh, especially as compared to last year um i think you're going to see a team that's going to really guard i think schematically offensively um we're going to really put the defenses in a bind and put them in a tough position and make preparation really difficult for us so um i think you're going to see a more dynamic offense a more skilled offense and a team that still really wants to knuckle down and guard and get stops. so um, I think it's a, it's going to be a fun group with a fun style, and and hopefully we'll be you know well positioned to compete for championships.
1: Sam, you had a really good question, then you had a really not so good question. So thanks for that one, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, in closing, Coach, I fully uh, I fully anticipate on being there for the, the fantasy camp that's happening in September, I believe. Okay. Uh, so right. if y'all get to draft players, I'll be the the six, seven, 350 hundred fifty pound bruiser that I set picks. I grab rebound. I, I don't shoot very well. I never have, but I've always been the guy that they picked to set them picks down the court. That'll just lay somebody on the rear end and, and, and grab them boards. So. There's a role for that guy, man.
5: That that dude's always needed. So he he might be the guy this year. I
1: picked Nick Coffey
5: last year, and my my man kind of let me down a little bit. I I didn't think he was prepared for the (laughs) rigors of fantasy camp. So um, let's get you right before this week.
1: Look, Coach, I'm telling you – by the way, Nick, a buddy of mine, too. I'm so happy you said that. I'm never going to let him hear (laughs) the end of that. But, uh
5: well I mean my man brought me a championship though we won the thing. So, okay yeah, well getting too hard of a time
1: okay oh that, that is fair me me and Steve rummage have been uh, have been running and running and running and I will be in I'm still probably gonna have a little uh, pandemic weight on me I, I've lost 30 <laughs> pounds in the last three weeks so I'm still on a I still need to lose about 35 more before I feel comfortable showing up at the camp. But I'll do that for you. I'll do that for Card and I will make sure that you bring back that uh, you go back to back in this thing.
5: Uh, it, ma- it means a lot, man. I appreciate your endeavor.
1: All right, Coach. I appreciate you, everybody. This is uh, this has been Louisville assistant basketball coach Cahill Fannell. Thank you again. We appreciate you so much. Thank
0: you,
5: Coach. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been great.
1: It has been great. And uh, first off, I want to apologize. We had some technical difficulties. There was a couple places where the feed skipped and meshed in. Uh, Don't know what it was about. Never had that happen before, so we apologize for that. Uh, Right now, it's just me, Sean, and Dalton. Everybody else has left the building, I guess, to go shoot off fireworks or, uh, in Joey's case, going to take a trip to what's one of the club's names? (laughs) Dalton.
3: Thoroughbred Lounge?
1: Yeah. No. (laughs) He might be. You never know with Joey. (laughs) Joey. But uh, everybody's got stuff to do, but we're so happy we were able to bring that exclusive interview to you, Cahil, Cahil Fanel, man. did Was it just me, or did, did his personality...
3: He's very well-spoken. Yeah. He reminds me of, like, um, he reminds me a lot of, like, Court, because Court's a very good... Um, with, articulate. With, with, yeah, very articulate, and... um uh, you know, there there's a phrase that um, Cahill was repeating that I heard a lot from Court in our, our interview was like uh, just trying to get the guys to understand what we're trying to do as a group. And exactly, I think that that's very important.
1: Mm-hmm. Sean, what what did you take from from that interview uh, as far as him as a person? Because, like I said, I was gushing about it afterwards. I told him privately, I was like, "This is one of, I, I've interviewed." NBA players, I've interviewed NFL, MLB, NCAA, even WWE wrestlers I've interviewed. And this was one of my favorite two, top two favorite ever interviews I've ever done. And he's like, oh, stop, you're just saying that. I'm like, no, it really was. When when you interview somebody that you could tell is a genuinely good person, it it sparks so much comfortability. Uh, it feels like you're talking to an old friend, and those are the kind of interviews. You don't want to get, the, and I won't name the person. We've had a couple of these that were like, "So, so, and so. What are your goals for the season? I want to try to win. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Personally, what, what I want more yards than other people. Just not good. <laughs> uh, I would like to win more games than <laughs> we lose. <laughs> I, I want, I want to score more points than the other team. <laughs> we had, a, we had one guy, and again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna point out any names. But a huge star in Louisville history, and he just is not for radio. Every time we asked, we had him on the, the Saturday show on ESPN ninety three nine Ville, Cheap Pop. Um, it just we were like, you know what? Let's not have him on anymore. We had him on twice. We were like maybe the first time he was nervous, the second time it was a little bit worse. So we we're like, you know what? Let's just text him from now on to get his thoughts on stuff. So, back to my initial question. I know I talk a lot, and I don't apologize for that at all. <laughs> What, what were your, your thoughts uh, after hearing him speak?
4: Well, as, to back up, as you both said well-spoken, but it also makes sense while, why he was promoted. Because I think the players, you can already tell, he's, got, he's probably got a genuine connection with them. obviously, I'm not there to see that, but I don't think you get promoted if you don't have that genuine connection and can communicate with them. I think he will be able to communicate what Coach Mack wants and, that, and make it understandable for them. If that makes sense, it does. I know Ross McMaines does that too. My feeling was he's going to be more of kind of the defensive guy on the on the coaching staff. That makes sense. I can see that. Where Ross McMeans the offensive guy, and uh, Pagese is more your uh, coach. Pagese is more your obviously he's a big man specialist, but also more of the kind of the associate coach type of guy.
1: So he's kind of the special teams guy. Yeah. To put that into to football terms, uh, okay. Well, guys, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. The season three debut is just about a month or so away. We appreciate all of our sponsors, all of our fans, all of our listeners. Uh, Without you all, we would just be sitting here talking to each other on the phone, which I'm thankful I don't have to do that. Uh, We want to shout out again all of our fine sponsors, Fitness Market, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Four Pegs, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping, all American Pull and Supply, and we're working on more. If you'd like to sponsor the show, give us a call at 502 694 0375. You can also get in contact with us on social media. On Twitter and Instagram, we are Card Sport Zone. On uh, Facebook, we are Cardinal Space Sports Zone. And then on YouTube, we are youtube.com. Backslash Woman seven two three again. If any of you all know how to change that username, please get with me. And let me know so I can change it to, to Card Sports Zone as well. Uh, if you would like to find the podcast, you can find us on any of the podcast avenues: Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Amazon, and iHeart Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button. You will get this podcast hours before anybody else does, and and, and you'll love it because I told you you had to love it. Also, don't forget we are doing the streaming show on Friday nights, on alternate weeks that we do the podcast. So we did the podcast today. We'll have a streaming show this Friday night. Now the next week will be a little bit different because I am going out of town for my birthday. We'll just take we'll just take that week off from from everything. I'm not really sure that I'll be able to to take anything down with me that'll allow me to still do the streaming show. If I can figure that out, we'll still be there for you. But our, our tentative schedule right now we had the show today obviously you're listening to it we've got the streaming show this friday and then we have nothing until the the 26th of july so we're taking us a little break from everything again i will try to get some sort of s- streaming availability so we can still bring you that friday show on friday july the 23rd aka my birthday if you haven't listened to all the episodes of the cardinal sports zone podcast Sorry, if you haven't listened to all the episodes of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, then go back, check them all out. Hit the podcast tab at the top. It's got all three of the iterations of the show on there. Go to CSE Podcast. You can check them out. We keep them current there. You can check out all of our exclusives on cardinalsportszone.com, the place that all began. I'm going to sometime this week get this Cahill, uh, uh, Fennell, Fennell interview on ripped off of here and then put it into its own file so Sean could throw that in the exclusives tab. We have been working on a bunch of stuff on the website that we hope you all enjoy as far as new tabs and uh, features for the website. We're doing this for you if y'all have any ideas on stuff you'd like to add us to the website uh, or stuff you'd like for us to add to the shows. Uh, we're all for it the very first episode of the CSC live with CSC we had former NFL linebacker Preston Brown, former, Louisville Cardinal, Terrence Farley. They both played at Louisville, by the way. Uh, fantastic show. We've had a lot of positive feedback on that one. So and, and I even had Higgy as a co-host for that one. So that goes to show you how, how well it must have went. Uh, we do shout uh, want to also shout out everybody that's out there sharing the podcast. We do appreciate you. Again, if you have any ideas, let us know. Sean, do you have any last words, buddy? Just enjoy your fourth
4: be safe if you are celebrating. Um, other than that, just we're all hey, we're almost done with COVID. We're almost there. Come on, folks, we're so close.
1: Well, they may not listen to this on the fourth. Well, we're. I it hope out you on were safe fourth. on the fourth. Yeah, hope you hope you have all your fingers from the fourth.
4: Yeah, yeah. Don't don't be JPP Jason Paul.
1: Joey Maryland's trash. Okay, Dalton.
3: Roses are red, fireworks are scary. Back up, back up. Put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs>
1: Hate him. So on that note, let's go ahead and throw the outro music on. Until next time, Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Caleb Glenn. Recruit Caleb Glenn. And who's the who's the football guy I want? Jalen White. Jordan Allen. Jordan Allen and Jalen White. Until next time, this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube. And I'll leave you alone. Probably not youtube 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 <laughs> come on b sims make us some new music Some. We out.